Hey everybody! It's the end of May. Uh, May thirty first actually is today. We're uh, we're today we're gonna be talking. Uh, we're gonna be talking X Men. We're gonna be talking uh, a bit of news with um, with Borderlands, um, and uh, we're gonna be bantering back and forth about uh, our D and G game um, that we had the other day. Um, so I'm excited. My name is Matt, and I'm Jordan. And Joe's here. We swear. How you guys doing pretty good uh just enjoying the nice weather after the thunderstorms from hell this weekend I, you know that th- those were real deep and real loud and i i very much actually like a like a nice stormy weather day I'm actually actually i'm a i'm a little afraid of thunder and lightning to be real with you <laughs> oh i'm sorry um our dogs definitely dog. don't have them i definitely don't like them and that's what made it difficult on my end is my dog was so sad and scared. Yeah. How about you, Joe? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I get for interrupting him right in the middle of the talk. Right, right. right. It's so amazing. This kid just, and then you're like, yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> what were you saying, Joe? Uh, I was saying he forces, it's not, the moment's gone. Oh. All right, all right. Oh. Joe we finally had something to say, and I cut him off. <laughs> you, you monster! <laughs> Back to the soundboard. Anyway, so womp, womp. try next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good weekend. I mean, thunderstorms and lightning aside, mm-hmm. and dogs being scared aside, it was pretty good. Uh, it's been yeah. been a good week. Uh, huh. Just kind of keep it on, keep it on. Yeah, um, for the most part. Yeah, I uh, I very much enjoyed D and D last night. Ah, yeah, that's right. You yeah. played D and D. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we uh, we we went and we were uh, we're using Roll Twenty still since uh, we're, everybody's still on lockdown. It being May thirty first, and we're not uh, we haven't been let up yet, but soon. Not quite. Soon. Yeah, we should be rolling out, and then hopefully. Fingers crossed, we can start doing this uh, podcast uh, in person, and we can have a little bit better audio recording equipment. So, um, anybody who's listening and actually been putting up with the poor audio, uh, we apologize and thank you, thank you for t- continuing to listen. We appreciate you more than you I know. would like to point out that Joe and Matt apologize. Jordan has perfectly fine audio equipment that's running through Discord. Anyways, <laughs> I would like to point out that Matt apologized. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Fair. It, it accurate. All right. All right. Well, no, yeah, we uh we played D and D last night. We uh we did it on the roll twenty. Um, and nobody died. Nobody died. It was it actually it was. I mean, we didn't really fight that much, which was good. We had a lot of in town, ex- um, um, you know, like role playing. It was really good. Um, really settling into our characters, and I really like it. And I um I rolled a uh I'm playing a goblin um warlock. That is whose patron is a celestial, mm-hmm. and she and he's he was lawful. I mean, he was a um, chaotic evil, and um, actually, he was neutral evil. Sorry, um, and uh, the celestial became his patron and turned him into a warlock to try to make him good. And so far, she's just gotten him about neutral and calling it a win. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, yeah. Don't it's you have been... a, like a lawful good dragon that runs around too? 
Like, we just got the Lawful Good Dragon last night, and it's been telepathically telling me to do lawful good things, and we've been arguing with it. And it's been so much fun being able to argue with a uh, with a little pseudo-dragon uh, in front of everybody with no one being able to hear it. I was going to say, for everybody, uh, anybody else wondering, it just sounds like Matt is talking to himself, which is basically <laughs> Matt every day. If you keep talking to yourself, people are going to think you're crazy. True. Hey, I wasn't talking to you. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that's I, by by the way, best line in in the Cars movie. <laughs> like, no matter how many times I watch that, that line still makes me chuckle. Just a, even just a little bit. Like, <laughs> like Lizzie telling, like, you keep talking to yourself, you're, people are gonna think you're crazy. As McQueen's just sitting there, like, just bitching, him, bitching himself. Yeah. So it's a good scene. Yeah, and um, I mean that whole movie is great. And my my kids, my okay, so Cars came out in uh, two thousand six. And um, in that 14 years since that has been released, I have probably seen that movie 24,000 times. <laughs> I'm not sure. And because I have three boys. Mm-hmm. And from the time the oldest one could, like, pick a movie, it was he'd cars. pick cars. And he would run around in circles and be crazy. And then, and then his younger brother... He thought cars was the greatest thing ever, and he would run around and be crazy, and he wanted to collect all the cars. I and then, like, we, and then we had a good, good bit of time between our third child and when we started raising our third child. The first two, they didn't watch cars anymore. Sure, I was like, oh, we can, oh, we're done with cars. Whew. Thank God, Cars Three came out. <laughs> and Suddenly, uh, then we liked cars again. Well, and yeah, well, the middle kid. It was his birthday when Cars 3 came out. So, what does he want to do for his birthday? Hey, let's go see Cars 3. Uh, Lightning McQueen gets in a wreck. Like, on the pre on the trailer, it looks crazy good. You know? Like, even as an adult, I was like, man, that looks weird. Um, it's a Pixar movie, right? And Cars 2 is a pile of garbage, but whatever. Um, and that's another reason why Cars <laughs> didn't continue to going on. That's why there was the leeway, because uh, children uh, are wonderful. Um from the mouth of babes. They understand good quality cinema, and they just won't watch it if it's bad. They'll tell you it's better. They will look you in the face and say, Cars 2 is better than Cars 1. Because they have learned that the number 2 is bigger than the number 1. Sure. <laughs> that is not the reason why that movie is better. And they will watch Cars 1 till the day is long, and they will never ask you to play Cars 2. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it is allegedly better. Even though it is better than Cars 1, according to them. Um, no, and then uh, Cars 3 came out, and he wanted to go see it. So we went and go, went and saw it, took the littlest one, who was about two at the time, I believe. And, uh, and uh, he just for, since then, like, I just, there's no getting away from it. Every single day, I watch both Cars 1 and 3 over the last year. <laughs> at least you don't have to watch Cars 2. At least I don't got popping discs in anymore. Thanks, Disney+. Plus. Appreciate yeah, it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> No, oh, yes. Yeah, so um, I don't know what brought me down that tangent. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. but why? Why I'm quoting Cars? Yeah, why I'm why bringing Cars into this story about D and D is because it's just infested my brain constantly. That, that's my life now. So I apologize for <laughs> for that. But no, my goblin is just does talk to himself. Uh, no, and it's great. Uh, yeah. My character, yeah, my character is the barbarian who just thinks mm-hmm. he's the best at everything. Uh, currently, I believe his title is Brock, barbarian attorney. Uh, King? King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barbarian uh, Attorney King? King, um... That's it. Uh, it's only about the three. Yeah. And, um, luckily, Brock is... Oh, what uh, alignment is Brock? 
Uh, chaotic neutral, I believe. Chaotic neutral. Mm-hmm. Not true neutral? Because he's really into, like, good actions and good deeds. And he doesn't like stealing, and he's, like, really against a lot of stuff. And he's... And the he only like... reason why he hasn't killed my pseudo-dragon is because uh, the pseudo-dragon's lawful good and telling me to do good That's... things that Brock likes. That might be how you what you got from it, but that is not the reason he didn't do it. <laughs> uh, the You know, he... So the reason he doesn't steal or whatnot, he doesn't really care too much about material goods most of the time. So mm-hmm. this one gave him a title, and that's why no. he kept the crown. <laughs> okay, so but my goblin is trying to be, you know, kind of chaotic and evil, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to loot stuff. You're stopping him from doing it all the time. It was because... really frustrating, because I needed to finish a crime so that I could fight my patrons so that you guys could see so... that I will always do the, the better thing, yeah, you, but you I can't... will always be evil about it. Trying you, to be... you can't see it on my character sheet, but there's a mantra that kind of, you know, he, he kind of expects other people to live the way he lives, and to have his ideals so you know material goods shouldn't really matter so why are you doing that more lawful Mm, he's chaotic about stuff though he he goes off on tangents when he thinks that he needs to tangents or trapped rooms you know let's go there trapped rooms tangents (laughs) exploding ceilings uh just arresting a guy punching a guy in the face for the reason of that guy is weird (laughs) so he's got he he's got a lot of He's, yeah, he's like an onion. He's got a lot of layers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, much to the surprise of the audience, I'm sure, uh, Joe's character hardly talks. Uh, so. hey, yeah, that's it. There's nothing to say about Joe's character other than sometimes he's a wolf, sometimes okay. he's not. <laughs> okay, so we're being really shitty to Joe um, right now, um, which I mean, I get is the point of the show, but it the uh, he talk he we're shitting on him for not talking. Like you and I talk the most in our game. He's sure. the third of like six people. Who talks? <laughs> like, yeah, he, he talks the most. Yeah, he talks the third most of like six people. So it's not like, and I'm not, and, and uh, um, for those of you at home, that includes the I'm, GM. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying he speaks up a lot either. I'm not saying it's any more than this show. So just so you can extrapolate what kind of a quick quick thing, if any of the uh, the other players are listening to the podcast right now or the GM, uh, we love you. Also, the GM, you're the best, and please he is, don't kill us. He is really good, and like I'm, and I'm saying, like he doesn't talk. He's not. It's not that he doesn't talk. He he doesn't interrupt. No, I made the joke that he doesn't talk. Though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, want yeah. him to listen to this later and be like, "You kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> oh don't worry none of them listen to this they don't give a shit about me <laughs> okay cool looks like that cursed crown so, you, you put on <laughs> enough uh I, i'd say enough about our our D exploits yeah, all right yeah um so let's uh let's dive into our question of the day this week surprise um, me joe we don't know which one it's gonna be uh we did go over a few of them um in the pre-show um combo that we have and you're gonna pull out one that's none of those yeah, I'm going to pull out this one. Um, so, no, 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 I'm just, uh, I think I'm going to, the one that I picked that we discussed, um, just, just, I think just, it's, it's, just spit it's, it out. okay, it. it's, okay, um, it has been posted on, uh, ask Reddit again, um, by, uh, you, um, uh, McNasty, <laughs> two days, <laughs> his, uh, <laughs> Nasty. I didn't read that name out loud until just now, and I'm like, yep, that's nasty. Okay. McNasty. <laughs> Alright, gotcha. Alright, good name, bud. Got me to chuckle. <laughs> um, his question was, what movie death scene has seared into your memory? 
Um, death scene is seared into your memory. What movie death scene is seared into your memory? Um, I like this question. Uh, the reason why I picked it is because there is a lot of cinema, I think, lately that is being burned into my memory, like, real hard. There's, like, sure. things that just really get me. I'm just, like, I try to think about it later, or just, like, I try not to think about it later, and it's just, it's there. You know, it's like, okay, well, I'm thinking I about that I actually think I know what you're going to answer to this, but go on. Oh, what, what do you think I'm going to answer? I think you're going to say something about Tony Stark. I would love to say something about Tony Stark. I love his um, death scene in Endgame. Um, yeah. Spoilers. Too okay. late. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't if you haven't seen and if you haven't seen all of the Marvel movies while you're listening to our podcast, please stop the podcast, watch the rest of what you haven't seen, please, and then come back because we're going to spoil the shit out of all. Of them. <laughs> we point. already have uh, it, really. We'll, we'll, and we'll, when new movies come out, we'll give it a buffer. Don't get me wrong. Um, but like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if it's shitty one. We won't spoil it. We'll we'll say hey and don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so Tony Stark. So we get there. Tony Stark's great, um, but it doesn't. It's not like seared into my memory. Like right. I don't. I mean, I'll remember it. Don't get me wrong. I guess it is seared in my memory in that sense because I'll remember like that movie, like that whole movie, start to finish, is just amazing. Like the whole ten years, like the entire wave one through three, like they got some missteps, but they picked the ball up and they ran with it hard and they Absolutely. they. And, and they delivered like the last 10 years. I mean, I'm sure the next 10 years won't be as good, but the last 10 years have been the best 10 years of cinema to me in my lifetime. Like it, I mean, and I, yes, I'm a comic book nerd and I, we, yeah, yes, I, you know, host this show that we talk about all this nerdy shit all the time. So yes, this is right up my alley. I get that. This is all pandering to me and I get that, but that's what I'm saying. Like the last 10 years has been pandering to me. I'm not going to get that shit again. I'm enjoying this motherfucker. And they did an amazing job. So I'm super happy. Um, but, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's really, it, the, uh, the death scene that's seared into my memory the most in my life is... has got to be that stupid wolf on Neverending Story. Huh. When uh, when he attack right like when his conversation and then when he attacks a Treyu and when Treyu stabs him in the in just the chest like it, it for whatever when I was a kid like the wolf was nightmarish but like just the sound of just the knife just going into his chest. Like, even though it was, like, a wolf and it was, like, a monster or whatever, like, I, it just, it rocked me to my core. Like, and that's a movie that's got, like, statue titties and just, like, all sorts of stuff to just fire off a kid's senses. You know, like, there's this, this is, it gets you, it's just, just fucking gets you into the movie and you're just crazy there. Um, and that, that wolf just, that wolf made me terrified of dogs for a very long time. And then it just, it being killed, it just really, really drove me home there. Um just as far as like the kind of my fear and my uh i don't know okay yeah so i mean to this day like whenever there's like a stabbing scene or anything like i still kind of shudder and i don't ever think about that necessarily when i see a stabbing scene i just but i still shudder hmm. no so that's, that's my good. answer how about you joe um i got a, a couple answers but uh i'm gonna go with uh in uh in the lord of the rings when boromir dies uh, three darts is much. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see it, I can't help but say, three darts is too, <laughs> too much. <laughs> well, now I feel I stole your thunder. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it, it, I, I think it too, every time. <laughs> uh, I do, because of you, I actually now think that every time. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think, weren't we together in the theater, and then you leaned over and said that? And when you leaned over and said that, I was thinking it. <laughs> because, like, because like for whatever reason, we had watched, like, Ace Ventura, uh, When Nature Calls, recently, before that, hadn't we? I think so, yes. So it was real easy to call back to that when Tabormir <laughs> takes three arrows to the chest. <laughs> three darts is too much. Is too much, yeah. And okay, all right, Joe. Sorry, I'm I'm like taking over your answer here. Uh, but that that movie, because of that, because you stated that, because of that, that lock. I mean, I was not super young at the time, but that locked me in. That showed me, and like unlocked all of the movies that have the the power of three. Like all of the uh, like in Saving Private Ryan, like the sergeant that's like super badass. He doesn't die until he gets shot three times. Mm-hmm. And, like just all of the. I mean, like you know the things come in threes or whatever and like in movies and that's kind of a thing for that and it i don't know for whatever reason before that i'd never realized it three darts is too much yeah <laughs> rule of three works in comedy works in tragedy <laughs> comedy comes in threes all right uh what the... all right jordan no joe said he had a couple answers also yeah, yours is, and you might have someone of yours on my on my list all right, that's fair. I doubt it, actually. So, um, the number one... Uh, time. <laughs> no, actually, I had it from the okay. beginning. But oh, the yeah. my num- the number one death, honestly, that comes to mind um, is Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, at the end of Return of the Jedi. And I don't know why that's so seared into my brain when he asks Luke to take off his helmet and... You know, he says, no, I've got to save you. And he says, well, you already have. And then he dies. No, uh, Luke's exact quote. I can't take your helmet off. Well, he says, I can't. You'll die. No, no, no. You'll die. I'm not talking about the whole quote, man. You don't have to correct me. What I'm saying is that at the end, when he's just like, you know, I've got to, he said, basically, I've got to save you. And uh, he says, you, uh, you know, you already have. That was after the helmet was off and everything. Yes, so, absolutely. Okay, that's that's the bit that the the whole rest of it and taking the helmet off. That I get that that's important, but that's not the bit that's seared into my brain. Oh yeah, no that that part's what starts it for me. Like yeah. when he's just like, I can't, you'll die. Like and then nothing can stop goes, that now. Nothing can stop that now. Yeah, that's what it's like. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> like this, no, but like, and, and and then yeah, absolutely. Like so, just, but just, that's that's just that moment, and you know he. Um, just the whole redemption arc at the time when there's only those three movies um, of Darth Vader. And it was, uh, I don't know, it just was seared in my brain. And that was, that's the one that I immediately went to in my mind. Like it. So. See, I always try to st- steer away from Star Wars since we talk about it so much on the. No, uh, I know. But I also wanted to leave you guys open for that. That's, and, and I, that's what it's seared to, though. Yeah. No, my, not and, all my answers have been like. Man, I had a I had a different answer of you were like, oh, what you know, which one is seared into your brain? And I was like, well, Anakin got pretty seared when he was on that lava <laughs> planet, but <laughs> he didn't really die there, now did he? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I, I did. Um, you know, I was thinking about that, and the reason, actually, one of the reasons why I picked this um, this question was because uh, last night Kristen and I watched Universal's. Um, attempt to open the dark universe uh series their invisible man reboot that they made oh how- um, it was decent um i would I, you know if i were to rate it on my scale i would say it's a three okay um i would say it's 
something every well maybe four um I'm going to stick with three, but I'm leaning towards four just um, because it was it was decent. It was scary. Don't get me wrong. It was fucking terrifying. Um, but but I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big pussy, so I mean, there's that. Um, but uh, Elizabeth Moss, just an amazing job. She's a great actress. Um, I don't like The Handmaid's Tale because it's just my, liter my literal nightmare, so I don't watch it. Yeah, it's um, too real. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's just it's too real, and like I just it makes me feel bad on the inside everywhere, and I don't like that, so I don't do that for entertainment. Um, but I recognize seen the whole first season of um, Handmaid's Tale, and it was really good. Um, the Invisible Man, really good. You know, I mean, decent. They the decent writing. Um, they, it just wasn't amazing. Like you can't build a universe off of it, and like I don't. But there was a lot of, but there was a lot of things in that movie where it's just like, okay, that is like I cannot forget that. That is a terrifying thing that just happened there, and a lot of it is just how people died in that movie. It's like, and I don't want to spoil it too much for any of the listeners who may be um, newly renting it because it just dropped. Or the Joe or the Jordan um, who haven't. Or seen the it. Joe or Jordan haven't seen it, or potentially might. You know, I, I don't know how. To, into dark universe you were or um, that idea but uh, um, i would have been into it more had it been successful but go on absolutely right um but it yeah it just it definitely isn't a universe bo building movie and so you can't like it's just there's nothing to it like so i mean you can have a frankenstein movie later but then like why was this invisible man going and talking to dracula or anybody else like like right. you can't like it doesn't it doesn't have that moment to where Nick Fury walks in and goes, "Hey, look, there's a whole expanded thing that's going on." Like, there's no, there's no plausibility. Like in this in this movie, okay, I, I, slight spoilers. It's like mad science, but it's still within the realm of science. You know, it's not like mad science and he. I'm, all right, again, not gonna spoil it. Um, so it's not. It doesn't sit. It doesn't sit in a supernatural world. And so I don't know. It just doesn't lend itself to going there. And so okay. it's just, so it's just it. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. They thought that was going to build it, you know. Um, but anyways, it was a good movie. Um, I would recommend people watching it if you think that you might enjoy it. Um, that's what the three is, you know. If you think you'd you'd enjoy it, I'd recommend watching it because it's you know it's good. It's enjoyable. It's scary. Um, gets your heart pumping. Um, and then you know again, Elizabeth Moss's performance is just always good. Always quality. See. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of deaths in there that are just like, oh my god, that that I'll never forget that person dying like that. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, and again, I um, didn't and I didn't pick those specifically because of um, the spoiler um, ness of it. Too soon. Uh, too soon, man. Too soon. Yeah, that was last night we saw that. So I was like, Ugh. or no, the other night. Anyways, um, but yeah, that was the question of the day. Unless you guys uh, had any uh, other answers, no. Uh, I was also gonna say uh, wash on there. That one. Uh, that didn't happen though. <laughs> oh, because I I saw it, but no, it did. You didn't. <laughs> He's like a leaf on the wind, and he uh -huh. continues to be a leaf on the wind, and he will soar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sour, but yeah, <laughs> too soon still. Well, and too the big thing ab about it is that they, you know, they get through all the danger, and you think it's a calm moment, and then all of a sudden, it's just bam. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's that's true. Um, if we want to, do we want to uh, read any of the uh, top comments as posted on the uh, the forum there? I didn't before, but nah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Then 
Okay, right, uh, I hit the yeah sure button on the, Joe's, <laughs> on the Joe board. So, Oops. Um, number one, top top answer in the in the thread. Uh, curb stomp from American History X. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The uh, the teeth on the on the on the concrete. Oh, cur- the this concept of curb stomping, man, is just. All right, go on. Yeah. Um, and that was uh, posted by Bugs Bunny. Um, and then uh, we'll read one more so that we're not just sitting sitting here reading Reddit as a sure. as a shit TV show. Um, the uh, thirty Helens ag- agree um, posted that the the death scene in Saving Private Ryan, uh, where Mellish gets stabbed. Okay. And I think that yes, I <laughs> didn't read that before. Not sure that, I would agree with that one, but that I mean, one like, isn't steered into a, your memory. No. That, yeah, I, I I agree with that one. It's it's just it's locked in forever. Like there, like when when he's just hand to hand fighting with the Nazi and his friends just fucking outside, and you're watching all of this, and he's just just in the fight for his life, and he's just struggling, and the Nazi's winning, and he just and he gets the upper hand. And the guy goes, no, 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 wait, 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 no, 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 and he just like just just those fucking things. I get it. Just, just fucking terrify me. I will never <laughs> get that out of my brain. <laughs> nah, I mean, I get it. It's just not. I think it's not up there for me. Cool. So excellent. I'm glad that doesn't traumatize you like it does me. <laughs> it's probably for the best. All right. Um. Uh, before we get into news, I did want to um, kind of say that something that wasn't talk about something that wasn't news because there wasn't any like official news, but um, Disney has said or Marvel um, entity has said that it is happening um, coming up here in the next um, wave. Kind of, um, they're they're making it happen in the wave, but they're, uh, wave five, I think, is uh, is really when we're going to see uh, X Men in the MCU. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, I mean, a lot of speculation everywhere about how they're going to bring them into the blah 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 or whatever. I feel like, like Deadpool should just lead them in like roll them in in a cage and then release them and be like there the X-Men and I think <laughs> Deadpool is the problem dead not I mean not problem like it's or you know whatever it's the opportunity you have there because the only because they're cutting all of the other former X everything's right anybody right. that's played an X-Man you're gone like you're never gonna play that X-Man in the MCU I'm sorry um, you know, we only we only afford that to uh, J.K. Simmons. He's the only one that gets to port, to port over so so easily. Apparently, uh, but Deadpool they got they they want to and they got to honestly. Like Deadpool yeah. is an amazing. Uh, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool is perfect, and you can if, never do it would, better. Would it would it be the most perfect thing if Deadpool like sh- basically showed up and they're like, you know, he's just like, ooh, ooh, I made it over here, and I didn't have to change actors. Good thing <laughs> I brought J.K. Simmons with me or something like. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and they absolutely should break the fourth wall and mention that it's still him in the MCU. He needs to do that. If he doesn't, then it's not Deadpool anyway. He's not you know? Deadpool, yeah. Yeah, he's got to. But I think um, because he's in, because he's got to come over too. Like they, they might, their hands might be tied into um, Ryan Reynolds. Not just well, not Ryan Reynolds. I mean, they're, I mean, their hands are, <laughs> their hands aren't tied to Ryan Reynolds. They're married to Ryan Reynolds, and it's great for everyone. Um, True, but. Their hands are tied in the way they have to have had mutants in the world. Um, they can't be a new thing that just starts just now. Um, no. So how are they going to do that is the question. Um, you know, a lot of, I've seen, I've 
lot, read a lot of articles this week, because, I mean, when I'm pouring through the news, I don't know if you guys know this, half of the news isn't news, half of the news is what I think will happen, blah, 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 and that's sure. not news. But, you know, it's like you have, sometimes you have to read through, because they clickbaity titles, you have to read through a bit just to see that it is what I think will happen is this, blah, blah, you know? Um, so it's, so it can be hard. And so I read a lot of articles. Somebody is saying that they think that uh, they, Xavier is going to be just using his mind powers to hide everyone from the world, uh, hide all the mutants from the world. And, and you can do that. You um, could do that. But I think, I think they just need to go with mutants is a new um, name. Um, I think they need to go with mutants were created by the Infinity Stones. Okay. Because that's how we got Wanda Maximoff and um, Pietrov Maximoff. Right. Um, for, um, and they're mutants. They're mutants. They're supposed to be mutants. They're supposed to be mutants. You know, Scarlet Witch is, you know, the mutant. She's one, the most powerful mutant, um, including Charles. Uh, so... I, I really want to see them take that and kind of work with work her in as a mutant. Um, and I think the only way they do that is if they explain um, mutants being in, in in the world, Deadpool being here, blah blah blah, all these th- happening uh, because the Infinity Stones exist and the research people were doing on Infinity Stones, or just the energy given off when a, an Infinity Stone event happens, when Doctor Strange rewound um, time a bajillion times, he could have created like a thousand, you know, or whatever, because he spent you know, thousands of years dying um, at the hands of Dormammu. Like, he could have created so many mutants and just with just the time loop. Um, and that could be, you know, another part of the thing. But this is just, I'm just spitballing. Um, I just thought it was really interesting. And I'm looking forward to seeing um, X-Men. I, I, again, uh, I, again, I would just like, uh, I would just like Deadpool to roll them in in like a circus-style, like, cage. <laughs> and just be like, there, you're free now. Mutants have always been here. But in case they weren't, I brought them. But that only works for Deadpool, man. <laughs> like, I'm just saying I would accept it. I would accept it if he just rolled them into the background of like a Marvel movie and was like, <laughs> you're free now. Like like in like in like the end credits of like one of the upcoming Marvel movies or some shit. I still love how they put all of the X-Men in, in um, Deadpool too. Yeah. <laughs> like just the door was there and then just shut it. <laughs> it's like it's God, like, why I, are there only like four of you here? There's only like ever two of you here. It's like the studio couldn't afford any more X-Men. <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, Deadpool's always been good for fourth wall breaking callouts, just comic or movie. He's just it's great. And Ryan Reynolds within the fourth wall. It's like sixteen walls. <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, say Ryan Reynolds is an amazing uh, uh, Deadpool, and they can't lose him. Uh, no, he's he's an amazing. Part of, he's an amazing actor anyway. A part of the reason why he's Deadpool is a fourth wall breaking thing too. So it it makes even sense because in the Deadpool comic book. Somebody referred to Deadpool as like a fucked up looking Ryan Reynolds or something like that, you know, or like yeah, it, it, I I can't I won't I can't do the joke justice because it was a joke they like called him like you know some nutsack Ryan Reynolds or some shit like that, and sure. uh, and somebody told Ryan Reynolds about it and he read all of them after that like because you know he's a big time actor he didn't yeah and he became a super he fan he became a super fan because he's like yeah this is this is my spirit animal <laughs> 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 and and, after, and from that moment he he was an, a strong advocate for making a, a deadpool movie with or without him like he's like I, i'm perfect for this put me in it but you know like put make a deadpool movie it's an ama- it'd be an amazing thing and they were so thank you to yeah. fox for agreeing yeah. Once that scene was leaked, and then everyone, all of the entire public, demanded it. 
Yep. Because remember, because they cut it, they said no. Yeah, they cut it. Like, we, we, leaked, we leaked the trailer to everybody. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> now we got to make the movie. Now we got to make. <laughs> I believe. Uh, I believe no one was officially involved in that, but I believe Ryan Reynolds was the sole. Oh, I thought it was the. Um, I th- oh yeah, whatever. Um, I thought it was him. I I because um it's all rendered CGI. Um, sure. Because the director of it was um, directing video games at the time. Sure. Um, and it's, it's an amazing job. All of it was fucking amazing. And even the live action version that they did looked exactly like it. You can't tell the difference. <laughs> no, no. It's fucking crazy. But um, uh, yeah. So I thought he had leaked it. Just Ryan. You mean Ryan Reynolds or the director? No, the director. Um, I thought it had been Ryan Reynolds. I thought he actually took credit for it a little bit without taking credit for it. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? The world will never know. Well, you and I, um, not knowing and then talking to each other back and forth, aren't going to come up with the answer. So nope, we can move, move on, on from there, but it's been great. All right, we'll dive into the news. Um, not much news this week, uh, at least not much nerdy news. There's been a lot of news this week that we have to sift through. Um, so uh, this is what I found that has been uh, true to our interests. Uh, first and foremost, Kate Blanchett has been cast as Lilith in the Eli Roth Borderlands movie. I think that's a good call, actually. I think she'd make a good Lilith. Absolutely. Uh, Kate Blanchett, gorgeous woman. Um, it's a, a little strange that Lilith, somebody's in like her 20s, and they're yeah. casting like Kate Blanchett, somebody's Kate Blanchett. Have you seen, Blake, have you seen Kate Blanchett? They oh, yes. Can, they can, she can be any age she wants, man. Oh, oh my, yes. I, I noted she's uh, she plays Hela in Thor Ragnarok, and Hela's yep. supposed to be ageless, so she's not supposed to look old, and she doesn't. And she, and she looks amazing in that. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I'm excited. Kate Blanchett, amazing actress. She can do no wrong. And um, any Lyle Roth Borderlands movie, like a Borderlands movie done by somebody who's into horror, who does horror for a living, like should be good. It's gonna be crazy good. Hopefully, yeah. I'm looking, yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I so. Uh, the Borderlands movie in, in general, like, I'm holding my excitement for because I'm just like, I kind of want to see more about it. But, uh, yeah, Kate, Kate yeah. Blanchett as uh, Lilith is going to be good. I mean, uh, I always liked the way Lilith was done in the games, obviously, and uh, she would translate very well to a live-action version of that. Um, and better than the live-action-y thing, person, person that they use, like, when Lilith is talking to you, but she's not actually around... Have you have you seen that like at the top of the screen? Yeah, where it's like they, they put a, a live action actor into the yeah. like yeah live action actor into the thing and she doesn't actually like brain. she doesn't but she doesn't actually like move her lips or anything like that she just kind of mm-hmm. stares into your soul and uh, like if Kate if that had been Kate Blanchett doing that like I'd have been like all right that's that's Lilith so I, yeah. I'm looking forward to it yeah I am too it's gonna be good Joe yeah uh, I'll see it go see it. You know. No, I've always, I've always said that uh, they can make just continue making Borderlands games, like just, mm-hmm. just keep hammering them out. Like, yeah, just it's, it's a the 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 first person shooter dungeon crawler like just thing. It you don't have to have like uh, a specifically great story on top of it every single time, you know. But like the mission we did was going to get coffee for someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not picky. 
like just just let me dungeon crawl get some good loot and like you know some shoot some stuff and and like have some fun like they have fun with it like the uh um, sure. all the guns that they make are just freaking hilarious just everything about about the game is just great um so yeah excited for the movie can't wait yeah i look forward to it um next in news uh there was uh leaked emails um showing that the reason why we have Tom Holland as a Spider-Man in the MCU and they didn't try to um, fold in their currently running Spider-Man so that they could uh, potentially own the movies a little bit better um, sure. is because Andrew Garfield got fired. Yeah, he skipped uh, uh, something about him skipping um, events because he wasn't feeling well, right? Uh, promotional events? Uh, no, not events plural. He just uh, events singular. Event singular. I'm sorry. He was. They were go. They were going to announce Spider Man, uh, the Amazing Spider Man three. Ah, okay. And he was backstage, and they went to get him, and he told them all to fuck off, and that he wasn't doing it. And it wasn't that he was feeling bad. He uh, said he wanted to be alone. The story said that it was that he was feeling ill, though. Oh. I mean, well, that may, maybe the story. The, I didn't read that part. Um, I read the whole thing. I thought, no, but there's, um, a, there's a thing right at the end that says uh, due to an illness. Mm, okay. Um, well, I mean, but you know, then who knows if that's true? Honestly, like, yeah, you know, nobody, like does. I, you know, like nobody ever fakes sick from work. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not ever. Never happened in the history of work, and I've certainly never done it. You know, though, it's okay, and I'm going to tell you why. Like, I li- I liked him. I liked him as Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. But, Absolutely. But he was not Spider-Man, uh, and I'm going to explain here. Um, yeah. Tobey Maguire uh, was a great Peter Parker, um, but not a very good Spider-Man, in my opinion. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, that's just kind of how it was. Um Andrew Garfield uh, was not a very good Peter Parker, but he was a great Spider-Man. See that? Because um, he had all the snark, he had all the charm, he had all the charisma of Spider-Man, but he, he had none of what makes Peter Parker not Spider-Man. Yeah, he wasn't a dork outside the suit. Tom Holland is both Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Absolutely. He's amazing. And he is He is both. Uh, he... he where whereas both of the previous actors were lacking in one department or the other, sure. he's he is Spider Man. He is a nerd when he's not in the suit, and a dork, and not very good at like talking to people or whatnot. And when he's in the suit, he's hilarious. Absolutely, and, yeah. and has much more self, uh, uh, so, you know, self, uh, confidence, and is just snarky Spider Man, whether he means to be or not. Mm-hmm. The mask so, really, really helps him. Um, really helps him. So because no one knows it's him, so he can just say whatever, right? Right. Which is why I wonder now with him revealed what how that's going to affect his I'm performance. I'm so upset Spider-Man. about that. I'm so upset because that's the whole. Yeah. Again. Again. That's. I mean, it's happened before, so it's not super sure. crazy. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm hopeful. I'm looking forward to the next Spider-Man, and, and even. I mean, because I mean, at certain in the MCU, like the reveal with Spider, he's Spider-Man. Wouldn't. Wouldn't just like everybody in Avengers be like, no, yeah, but he's cool though. No, he right. didn't do that. We we know his account for it, and we are might, all <laughs> that might happen because I there's not been anything after that addressing it. Uh, no, well, I mean there hasn't been any Marvel 
movies since no, then. I know, um, which is why there's nothing nothing's addressed yeah. it yet. Well, I mean, there has been the website that they've had, the J.J. Uh, Emerson's uh, um, Daily Bugle um, blog online. Uh, that doesn't count. <laughs> oh, it, but it's just flaming Spider-Man all the time. And, like, that's the kind of their public-facing um, kind of notes about no, I the ongoing know. story. Is that Jay Jameson is being the InfoWars guy and, and tagging Spider-Man as the demon, and which is great. This is exactly the storyline for Spider-Man, but then, like, he's He's ousting him. It's Peter Parker. So, but but to the point, uh, sorry, uh, to the point is Garfield was great as uh, Spider-Man. McGuire was great as Peter Parker, but it was a good choice that, uh, maybe it's a good thing that Garfield exited the uh, franchise and Holland came in. Yeah. Yeah. I I like, don't don't get me wrong, both of those actors were great, Mm -hmm. but when Holland came along, it was, oh, Holland is perfect. Absolutely. Even yeah. Stan Lee said that. He's yeah. like, that guy is, that kid is Spider-Man. Yep. So. You know, and yeah, he's, he's a perfect dork outside of the suit. And he's just, and it, it, he is hilarious um, inside of it. Yeah, and that's what Spider-Man is, so. Um, uh, Alright, and then lastly, uh, you guys don't have any clue what's going on here, but uh, the long-awaited uh, book three of the Kingkiller Chronicles, The Doors of Stone, the release date was accidentally leaked by um, Amazon. Uh, tell me more, because so, what you just you spoke a bunch of gibberish, and I have no idea what that is. So there's a book series um, written by Patrick Rothfuss hmm. uh, called The Kingkiller Chronicles, and they uh, the first book is titled uh, um, The Name of the Wind. Okay. And it yeah it seems odd. I um I was. My uh, sister purchased me this book for a present, um, and I tore through it. It's yeah, it's thick, it's dense, it's a very George R. R. Martin esque um, writing style, I guess. Very descriptive. Sure. Um, I mean, a lot different. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's like GRM, um, but like that was about six years ago when I wa- read the the first two books, and then I've just been waiting for the third one. And it hasn't been released, and I've been waiting. <laughs> and, and, it's, and then, like, you know, it's like, okay, we'll just put you guys up with this, this um, Song of the Vice and Fire, and I'll just wait for one of you guys to come out, and then I'll read the next one, I guess. <laughs> it's like, if it takes forever, I'll wait for you. Oh, nice dog. But, go on. but it is a good, because it is a good series. Uh, the King Carol Chronicles is a great series. I would, ha- if you, I mean, clearly I haven't read it. I would heavily recommend reading it. Um, uh, man, I can't pronounce the main character's name, um, and so I'm not going to try. Uh, but it chronicles uh, this, this kid who, well, I mean, he's an old man at the beginning of uh, um, Name of the Wind, and he's an innkeep, and he's talking to um, these people, and he kind of, one of them starts to realize who the fuck he is, and it's like, they don't, and they never say it, but it's called the King Killer Chronicles. He's the King Killer. And they're like, holy shit, I gotta fucking talk to this guy, and I gotta get his stories. And so he starts to work out his story, and his, he's, you know, so he takes a story of him when he was um, young going to um, this magical academy, um, which is so much not like Hogwarts, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even describe. It is brutal. 
it the is opposite mean- of Hogwarts. Yeah, it is the opposite of Hogwarts for a magical academy. It is like it is a um, kind of a village almost because it's like a university where there's like you know like it's not just one big castle. It's a whole sure. like town ish. Um, there is shitty people. There are shitty teachers. There is like so far like- so so far sounds like Hogwarts. Yeah. Well, no, no, this okay. is warthogs. Um, <laughs> and magic works just completely unique in in that world. It is it it is not easy to master. It could kill you. It's like there's lots of just crazy cool things about it. Again, but also like I thought we were talking about this thing, not Harry Potter. I'm sorry. Go on. Um, <laughs> but it's an interesting book. You should read it so that you know that it's not Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter and the King Killer. Gotcha. He doesn't have a wand. He just because it uses magic doesn't mean it's Harry Potter. But um, no, I know. I'm kidding. Uh, but it, it, yeah, it, it's crazy. He, he, he like, it, it's it, even though he's a kid, like kid. I mean, he's like a teenager in there or whatever. He like he he gets jobs at other places. He like tries to go and fuck all these girls. <laughs> like there's all this just crazy Damn. shit. Okay. Or, He's got he's got an arch enemy that like they literally try to have each other killed on a daily basis, well, not a daily basis, but like on the regular, you know, like try to, or like seriously try to fuck up each other's lives <laughs> to, right. to, a, to a brutal degree. Um, and it's really not. I mean, because he's the hero of the story, it's not his fault because he's the protagonist and like he's being antagonized by this villain that's sure. trying to fuck up his life. But this this villain's not a, you know, like it's a student, somebody that he's got to respect. Right. And, you know, it's like, and they're not exactly breaking the rules doing what they're doing, you know, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's all kinds of crazy. And, um, there's weird, like, demon, like, magical creatures that, like, start to pop up here and there. And I'm, and the third book's supposed to be the final of the series. And the first two don't even seem to get you anywhere near the end. So I'm excited to see what the third book's um, going to have in store. And I sincerely hope that it does come out on August 20th, like Amazon accidentally leaked. <laughs> that You know, that sounds good enough for me. I'm going to take a look into it. If I were to rate those two books, I would rate them both five out of five. Okay. They 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 are up there for me. Um, and I don't think that I've ever really been a um, huge Patrick Patrick Rothfuss fan before. Um, but I definitely am now. Um, those books are great. Gotcha. Sure. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, trying to think. Uh, sounds like something that I've read before, and I don't know what it is, and it's just not coming to mind sorry well i can't think of it so don't you know worry about it. what it, it kind of reminded me of which i mean again it was still completely different um you, uh, you remember that uh aragon or aragon book oh yeah, yeah yeah that was written by that kid yeah but you know like i read that book and i was i really liked the first one um the rest of them seemed to kind of you know continue to be a child's writing but um it was unique in the way that it handled magic like And that one, like, in that one, like, the kid could do whatever, like, since he was bonded with the dragon, he could do whatever spell, but, like, he had to better have the power to do that spell or it's going to kill him. Like, the spell's going. If it has to take your life energy to do it, it'll do it. Um, And that's really unique. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty brutal for a kid's book. Um, In the the Kingkiller Chronicles, magic... It works differently than that, but it is a very unique way of working as well. Um, and it's been so long since I've read it that it's going to be—it'd be really hard for me to describe. But like, you kind of no, have to—you have to. Magic doesn't come from the person; 
it comes from it's like the force kind of like it comes from everything you're gonna have to hear like so the, the spoilers like, they tell you kind of pretty early on in the book though the reason the name of the wind is because um in order for you to control the wind you have to know its name okay and the wind has to tell you it ah uh, so you have so, to listen and its name is Brian. so yeah so yeah so um some and and it's and Harnessing the elements specifically are extremely difficult um, for them. So, like, there's been, there was professors that go out on pilgrimages so they can find the name of the wind. So the they wind's say. name um, was Chad. But also, like many times, like most chill, most of the students, by the time you know they're twenty or whatever and they're graduating, they should be able to find the name of the wind at least because the name of the wind should be is the easiest right. um, to get. Like the name of like fire and everything else is you know um, is more difficult to. Um, to learn um and there's you know there's lots of other stuff like there's like magical um like uh machinery that he builds and just like different things it tinkers with and it's just it's really interesting he becomes like this apprentice at this place it's just the whole thing start to finish is just really cool world building um yeah i don't know i i, I can keep going into it but again it's just it's i keep trying to pull back from spoiler city um no, so it's a lot of fun yeah, definitely, definitely, um, definitely give it a read if you haven't and you have time. I think we all have been having a little bit of time lately. Yeah, a little bit, just a just just a smidge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you guys want to bring up anything while we're on the show? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um... Joe, it's been a slow week. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been a slow week. I was playing. Uh, uh, my, well, it's been a slow weekend gaming news. I'm my uh, Star Wars RPG that I play. Uh, oh yeah. And uh, I was talking to Kyoki, and he's bringing up. Uh, we were having trouble finding stuff in the game, and he brought up the Spaceballs quote of, uh, uh the they're looking for stuff, and the one guy's ah, I can't find shit, <laughs> and there's one of the troopers. Shit. And and uh, he he pointed out that uh that that trooper was Tuvok, from uh. Deep Space Nine, or not Deep Space Nine, Voyager. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did, did not, not realize that. I did not know that either. That's amazing. I like that. Crazy. I have to go. I to wish IMDb. they would make. I wish they would. I wish Mel Brooks would have made Spaceballs too, the quest for more money. Because he wants oh, to. He still wants to. Yeah. Um. It. It's. I don't know. To me, it's better that he doesn't. But. That one's the only one he can do. He cannot do History of the World Part 2. Because <laughs> the whole joke of History of the World Part 1 was there's absolutely no way anybody's going to fucking make a sequel to this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're naming it Part 1 as the joke. So if he makes a Part 2, then it just completely ruins that joke. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can you can absolutely do Spaceballs 2. But it's just, it, to me, it's funnier that they, they didn't. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, but I mean, especially with all the sequels coming out, like when when uh, sequels upon sequels upon sequels. No, but the specifically uh, episode seven. Sure. Uh, when it was announced, Brooks was like, "Yeah, I want to do a <laughs> sequel of Spaceballs now." Like this, yeah. like the prequels made him want to do it for sure, but the sequels really made him want to do it. Really He's like, yeah, made him want to do it. Definitely searching for money now. This isn't Lucas anymore. <laughs> this is people yeah. trying to scoop it up. So, you know, which, I mean, I get it, but, like, um, I mean, I think Brooks should uh, should definitely enjoy his retirement. He's he's given us more than enough. 
He's, oh, for he, sure. He, he's a legend. Of, a, a if, legend he wants to come out, if he wants to come out of it, though, and do something, like, more power to him. Oh, no, he can absolutely do everything, anything that he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as an audience, we don't expect anything from him. We're absolutely can just enjoy his retirement. He did, we don't need any of that from him. No, no. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, he's he's a, he's a beautiful human being, and his son's great. Um, I loved uh, his, his book, World War Z. Yeah, and, and the zom- uh, also the zombie survival guide. Mm-hmm. The zombie survival guide, it's great. Yeah. Um, I hope uh, I look did forward you know, to seeing more books and stuff from him. Did Did you know that I met him once at an Emerald City Comic Con and uh, uh, asked him to sign my World War Z book? And yeah, you told me that once. Yeah, he took it though, and he looked at it. and He was like, "This is a first edition. Like, are you sure you want me to sign this?" And I was just like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah." And he was just like, "But like, do you want me to like personalize it?" And I was like, "Please." And he was just like, "You'll never. This book will be worthless after I personalize it." And I was just like, "That's fine. I just please, please." And he's like, "Okay." And he wrote to Jordan, "Hope you enjoy not selling this book on eBay ever." <laughs> Max, you know, Max Brooks. And I was like, "Ah, oh, thanks." <laughs> so, like he's it's. Kidding. In the book, it says that. So, <laughs> to be fair, it—I it, mean, it's great. It's a hilarious joke. But also, to be fair, if you ever wanted to sell that book, like it is not worth first edition price anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he really was being a bro trying to tell you that. Like he's like, "Look, okay, this is gonna be cool for a while, but if you're ever like down the line, like twenty years, I'll sell this in a pinch. This isn't gonna fucking work for you." <laughs> no. But it's just funny. But yeah, no, he's yeah, that's awesome. Like, like I guess wa- I wanted him to personalize it. So, did you see the uh, video that he made at the start of this whole pandemic about keeping away from your old, if your elders and stuff with uh, Mel Brooks and him? Yes, yeah, that was that was cute. It's like they're pretty, pretty brilliant. Point. Yeah, it's great. It was something people needed to see too. That like you know, even they're doing it. Um, you know? no, that's but, it's good people, all good, good people. I think that uh, that brings us to an end this week, gents. Yeah. Um, no, no, I do. We're only 52 minutes. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. You know what? Uh, we can just we can just tell our sponsors that we we filled it with dead air. Uh, no, no, it's going to be longer than 52 minutes, Joe, because you're going to um, fit in our sponsor, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so we're good. Our, our, our sponsor is Joe's Pre-Lake Stamps. Hello, everyone. Joe here to talk to you about joesprelakestamps.com. Do you need stamps but hate looking at sweet, delicious stamp glue? Come on down to joesprelakestamps.com, where you'll find all your pre-licked mail-related goods. We have stamps, of course. We also have envelopes, tape, birthday cards, $5 bills, postcards, boxes, and even packing materials, all pre-licked for your convenience. Come on down to Joe's PreLickStamps.com. I like them all. Gross. Indeed. <laughs> um, so, and, they've got, and they've got a spot. Which is Turns why I out, hate it. Business is a booming. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it? No. <laughs> good. I really was hoping that it wasn't. Um, Alright. Just hope that I hope they can stop paying for a sponsorship. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, we've I'm trying to. Uh, we've all had a hard week. We've all had um, some difficult times. Um, it's end of May. Um, anybody who has a brain understands um, what everyone's dealing with. We're all 
we're all kind of on edge. We're all tired, and um, and it's it's a tenuous time for our country, um, let alone the world as a whole from the pandemic. Anyway, um, so you know, in, for words of encouragement, uh, we don't like to get political on the show, and I really hope that everyone understands that I'm I'm not going to say one side or another. I'm not taking sides and not being political on the show, but we wanted to do some sort of um, kind of words of encouragement at the sign off tonight um, for anyone who cares to listen at all. And it more, you know, even if it's just for us, you know, like it's, it's something that I um, try to remember and try to focus on in the times when I think that um, just life is getting me down anyway. Um, and so uh, the guys were generous enough to let me read off this quote to end us today. Um, and I wanted to pick the quote um, uh, T'Challa reads at the UN um, at the end of Black Panther. He says, Wakanda will no longer watch from the shadows. We cannot. We must not. We will work to be an example of how we, as brothers and sisters on this earth, should treat each other. Now, more than ever, the illusions of division threaten our very existence. We all know the truth. More connects us than separates us. But in times of crisis, the wise build bridges, while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look after one another, as if we are one single tribe. Thank you for being with us and allowing me to uh, end on a little bit of a sad note. I appreciate you all. My name's Matt. I'm Jordan, and I was also going to read a quote, but then Matt read it. So I'm just going to say, Wakanda does deserve a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the quote I got. Okoye's we right. love you all, though. So we're, we're, we're with everyone. Uh, um, and uh, that is it. So, like I said, I'm Jordan. I'm... And I'm Matt and Joe's here, we swear. Yeah.